You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Seriously, you should try some of it. I am it's absolutely free. not going to put that anywhere near me. What? Dude. You make fun of me for getting discounted things. What are you doing over yeah, there? Yeah, but this is free. Okay, when you walk down the street and somebody offers you street yogurt, you take the street Nobody yogurt. Nobody ever takes street yogurt. No. Nobody has ever said when it's someone all offers sealed. you street yogurt. Is it though? Yeah, it looks like it's sealed. I mean, it's just a bunch of guys walking around handing out street yogurt. I mean, why would what, they am be I not doing that? It? Why would they be doing that? Sarah, and it's not refrigerated. It's just been sitting out here. Well, yeah. You're st- there's three different flavors, though. You will never, ever be allowed to make fun of me for eating something that's discounted. I'll eat some of it right now. I don't care. I. The guy looked trustworthy. Well, I don't know. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. I do want to say this. Thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link, if you're doing online shopping this holiday season, if you're doing it on the cyber webs, the internets, what you do, the best way to do it, oh the God, safest, the funnest way to do it is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. That would be wonderful. Um, we're going to find get... all kinds of treasures that you'd like to be gift to your friends, family, and yes, loved ones. Yes, be gifted to all you know by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Um, and we've got a bunch of other stuff we're going to get to today, too. Uh, I will extra- explain my uh, street yogurt. Uh, but... We want to talk about last night really quick, because here in Portland, Oregon, if you don't know where this is, or depending on when you're listening to the show, or you don't know what's going on here, we have some snow, some ice. It is really cold. We're not equipped for that. I've seen a bunch of people from Minnesota posting things like, oh, yeah, it's negative one here. We call that Wednesday. Like, well, yeah, you're right. We, We don't handle it well here, and we're not equipped for it. And so a little bit of snow and ice can seriously shut the entire city down. It's not just seriously. It, it shuts the city down. Like, yeah. Half the people that I know aren't at work. If, you, if they have some sort of like corporate job or you need to travel, like most people I know are at home today. Yeah, most people get snow days. Mm-hmm. We do not get snow days. We come in here and do our oh, jobs. Well, we could get snow days, but Greg, well, we don't take That's it. just called not working, though, mm-hmm. pretty much. I guess we could do that <laughs> on any day. So, uh, but yeah, we're, we're down here doing our show, but it was... Particularly last night, there was a bunch of snow and then it iced over. But last night, we had our Fun Employment Radio bingo night at the Landmark Saloon. And this is actually, it's an event. It's sponsored. You know, this is, it's important for Sarah and I for our business to put on these events. And so when you see this in the forecast, it's like, oh, well, crap. I mean, yeah, because not only, yeah, not only do we like, you know, we love putting on events and we want to make sure everyone's happy, but we also have sponsors behind it and we want to make sure that it's successful. Yeah. But thanks to amazing people. Like you find folks. Yes. We were able to continue on and have the event last night. And I just want to give a big thank you. I know there's a lot of people that wanted to come that just wouldn't be able to. And that's totally okay. Your safety is always the number one priority. Like, do not sacrifice your safety to come and, you know, support us. I mean, no. No, and thank I, you for writing in. Would. And I know a lot of people intended to try to come, but. You know, it's the weather. What can you do? Right. But but um, but yeah, big thank you to everybody who did uh, make it down there because it turned out to be a really, really fun event. And we had a lot of good, uh, a lot of fun at it. Uh, thank you to Worthy Brewing. Thank you to Balvini Scotch. A lot of scotch was drank last night. And in that cold weather, it actually worked out really well. It did. <laughs> and, and congratulations to everybody who won prizes. And thank you to Asylum for the really cool prizes that we had down there to give away. And so it just sincerely, we, we really do just want to give a 
heartfelt thank you to everybody who showed up. And what about my it. mad decorating skills, Greg? Yes, yes you did. Sarah, Sarah decorated very <laughs> my well. My Dollar Tree decorating skills, what? It was decorated very nicely. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of pictures and videos that we'll be putting up to you just to show it. So next time we have one of these, if you can make it down, you'll see what you're missing out on. It's, it's a lot of fun. So even in the worst of weather, we still have a really good time at these yes, events. Yes, and, and thank you just everyone who could come. And yeah. who couldn't come, but who, yeah, who wanted to. We love you all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, all right, yeah. so let's get back to what's going on over there. All right, well, here's the thing. Today, everything seems to be coming up me today because you know that I love free samples. Like, free samples is something that To know Greg live... is to know that he loves free samples. Well, it's true. I mean, I, I've talked about it on the show before. You know, like, Costco is one of my favorite places to go to because they have all the samples. If it's sample day at the grocery store, I should really come up with a sample app to where somebody can look online and be like, hmm, where's the samples today? And they'll be like, ooh, ding. Actually, I should come up with that. I think that already exists. Is there? Yes. What? What is it? I, I think it's on, just look it up somewhere. I'm pretty sure that you can find where people are giving out free samples. Can you? If there's an app for that, I want to use that. If somebody knows of that app, tell me. Otherwise, I think I have a million-dollar idea right there. How would you go about finding the people that have the free samples? You use uh, crowdsourcing. You have somebody somebody else who's into samples uses the app, and they. it's just like ways. No, how would you find the samples to begin with to put into your app? This is what I'm saying. It's crowdsourcing. So you put it in there, and then somebody walking along, walking along is like, oh, there's a sample here. They update it and say, hey, give everybody an alert. Like, there's samples at the Safeway in the in the deli section right now. And then somebody uh, who has the app, they look it up and be like, ooh, yeah, there is a sample there. I'm in the neighborhood. I should go get some samples. I, just, I think I just created a whole app right there. I've created an empire. I just really don't think that you're going to come up with an idea that doesn't okay. already exist. I think maybe you're just not as much of a sample person. When you're part of the sample community, like I am, where you enjoy sampling, um, it's, a different, it's a different kind of thing. You're very supportive of each other. You're an outsider. You're a non-sampler. And I so, enjoy a sample, but I'm not going to take it. But you're not every, passionate I'm not, about it. I'm not going to be all whimsy-pimsy and take like every single sample that there is and shove it in my face. Well, you're just not as passionate about it as I am. But anyway, it's all coming up. I don't think that's up. passion. I think it's just like you, just like free food in your face. Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, that's what it comes down to. I mean, that's what all all samplers like me, you know, we have refined palates and we like to explore other opportunities and other, you know, try different foods. We're very explorative people. I will t- stop saying explorative. It just sounds so wrong coming out of your face. I will tell you uh, at the grocery store that I went to today, the cheese sample lady was out in full effect. See, those so are the kinds of things. You can put that on your app. You can put, put that, that on, on your app. app. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is this is a really good idea. Okay, maybe I should probably I should probably cut this out of the show because I need to create this right oh, now. Yeah, someone's gonna steal your treasure. Somebody's gonna idea. steal my idea. So yeah, then you could oh, go like oh, ding oh. ding, and then I get an alert on my phone like, oh, there's a cheese lady over on a uh, 27th and Broadway right now, and then I'll have to go you know get over there to the cheese lady and uh, and take those samples. Wait, yeah. You just want to start a sample app so that you can go and eat all the samples. You don't want to share the samples with other people. Well, I'm not going to eat all the samples. No, you enjoy it with my sample community, with my community of samplers. Okay. We're very explorative. So anyway, that, that's an idea. I think that's a thing. So would your community be like nibblers samplers? Yeah, I did already come up with that. That was my door-to-door thing where I sent the samples where it was like a mailing service. That could be an add-on. That could be the add-on bonus. They basically do that with, like, makeup anyway, like with Birchbox. Mm-hmm. For example, like, people pay $10 a month and you get basically sent samples of different kinds of products yeah. that you can try out. You can do that, but with food. Oh, yeah, you did talk about this, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, nibbler samplers. Okay, let's. no, that's not a whole idea. Let's get back to the box that's No, nibbler right. samplers, I think, is a great okay. idea, but now I'm tying in an app to it. Oh, I'm creating an empire Oh, right nibblers now. nibbles. 
Nibblers, nibbles, yeah, that that might work. And then door to door, you I get. I still like, think it should be nibbles of... and bits. No, not nibbles and bits. No. And bits and bits. No, that's what people used to call me in uh, oh, he's having some sort of grade. flashback right now. Yeah, there was a guy named uh, Danny, not not Danny that you know, d- different Danny that I went to high school with. Was he an asshole? Uh, no, no, he wasn't. But he really latched on to calling me kibbles and nibbles and bits, versus you know kibbles and bits. And in case anybody didn't get that reference, but. He would, he just, he latched onto it so much. It didn't really bother me. I'm like, oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's why you're talking about it. No, but he used it so much. It was constant and it was, it was a constant thing to where I just got annoying. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. Nibbles and bits. I I get it. I, I get the, I get the joke. I got it. And then he would just do it over and over and over and over to where it eventually it did bother me just because he kept saying You know so you're just telling everybody what they need to do to bother you. No, it doesn't bother me now. It seems like it does because you're still talking about no, it. No, it doesn't bother me now. I'm over it. Like it's been like uh, 25 years later and you're still talking never about t- it. Never call me that again. No, I it's mean. Sarah nibbles and bits in the morning. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, that kind of reaction. No, that's it's not it. Yes, it's getting a real reaction. But that's certainly not going to be the name of my app. That's not going to happen. Not on my watch. Nibbles and bits. It's not even that creative. It's kibbles. I'm not cat food. Anyway, uh, yes, let's get to today. So first off, you know, I went down to my other job at digitaltrends.com where I, where I do some shows down there. And they had some burritos. Some uh, breakfast burritos. Whoa, you got a free burrito? You got a free breakfast burrito, yeah. I haven't eaten anything yet today. I didn't have time because my bus was late, and now my sandwich is sitting next to me. I'm sorry. It's just taunting me. I'm starving. That is a taunting sandwich right there. It's a taunting sandwich. Well, so it started off good. I mean, it was was nice. It was a nice bonus. Um, cause I think it was for everybody who could make it in through the cold and all that stuff. So that was, that was cool. But there's, here's the other thing. Since I'm on, uh, foot, you know, since the whole town is shut down, I'm, I'm either walking or taking the buses. I have a ways to walk from where that is to get to the bus to come to here to our studio in Southeast Portland. And as I'm walking down the street in downtown Portland, there's a lot of, there's a lot of strange, it's, it's a different world down there than where like Sarah and I live here in Portland. I know People may not know Portland, but we're in the southeast section. Downtown's a different animal. So when we moved here, like years and years ago, like southeast was not a nice neighborhood. Like it was, it was very art. It was very artsy. It was like really, it's not as clean as downtown. Like downtown's always been. Ah, uh, there was of, a lot of meth. Let's just say that it was super methy. Yeah, and it was wonderful. I think what was I saw someone with a bumper sticker the other day. It was my favorite thing I've ever seen. It just said "Make Portland Shitty Again." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yes, yes, that's what I want. Um, but yeah, so Southeast, you know, throughout the years has not been as classy as downtown. But now, of course, right. it's getting all scrubbed up and it looks a little different. Yeah, downtown's it's not all classy downtown, though. There's there's a lot of strange I don't know. I don't really spend characters. A, I mean, you'd know more than me. I don't spend a lot of time downtown. I go down there a lot, but I usually just drive to the parking lot and then I drive out. Now I'm walking through downtown and I'm seeing a lot more of it. And there are some strange characters in downtown Portland. Is that why you work down there? <laughs> there are some <laughs> There are some weird things that happen there. But today, and I've never seen this before, I was walking down the street and there's this guy and he's he looked fairly normal like a younger guy and he's walking up and he's pushing like a, a hand truck and you know, I figured he's just some delivery driver or something, um, dropping some stuff off or whatever. And I walk by him and he's like, "Hey man, you want some yogurt?" And and I looked at him for a minute, and I'm like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, no, I got some yogurt. And then he just handed me this box, and it's a box of 12 yogurts. 
that's with uh, three different was flavors. Was he wearing any like clothing with the name of the yogurt on it? No. He wasn't. But he had a lot more of these boxes of yogurt. Did you just accept stolen room temperature downtown yogurt? I, I don't He wasn't know. even wearing the branding. He was just pushing around. He had a whole bunch of them. And he was just walking around. He wasn't around. wearing a hat with the brand or anything? No, no. And it was weird he handed me 12 of them. I thought I was going to get like one yogurt. He handed me a box of 12. 12 yogurts. And he just handed it to me. And then I went on my way and I took Greg it. Greg is holding a box, of, a sealed box, of, well, it seems sealed, of yogurts. The street yogurt. Of street yogurts that have been sitting in here for about an hour now. Why did, not in the refrigerator. Oh, they'll be fine. I'm still going to eat them. I'm going to eat all of them. But, so the guy just approached you? I'll give you, you one if you want. I do not want one. Oh, I, I think... would rather be hungry than eat one of your street yogurts. <laughs> it's being asked in the chat, did the guy think Greg was homeless? Oh, man, I hope not. I'm wearing my fancy shirt today, too, so I, I would hope I'm... By fancy means it has buttons it on it. It has buttons on it. <laughs> it's maroon or something. I don't know. What color is this? All right, Greg, yeah, you should check the maroon. expiration date. Oh. And you said that you'd eat one right now, so why don't you go ahead and open that box and let's talk about some street yogurt. Fine, get me a spoon. Doing. I will eat street I yogurt. I don't care. I'll do it, but now I'm wondering if it is stolen. Because, yeah, he didn't have any branding on him. Not that I noticed. Best by 1226. Okay, so no. It's it's not uh, expired. Hmm. Uh, John and Boring's asking, do I have my good shorts on? I don't. I wish. You are wearing your lifts, though. They're not lifts. <laughs> God damn it. That, was, that bit's dead and gone. They're just shoes. Greg is wearing his lift shoes. Well, I didn't ever, I had never right, had time to the take box. them back to Ross Dress for Less, so it's what I had to deal you with. You didn't want to take them back. Well, no, you I like would feeling have. a little taller. No, that's not true. That's not the case. You mean you want to feel shorter? No, I want to, I am what I am. Okay, Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nipples in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live <laughs> subscriber, $6.99 a month. Uh, the first week is free, so feel free to try that out. It uh, greatly supports Fun Employment Radio and the entire network. Uh, nipples says, uh, wearing my fancy shirt, it's got buttons. <laughs> Does sound like something a homeless gentleman would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does have buttons. <laughs> okay, so what kind of yogurt is that? Uh, we're going to try the uh, strawberry rhubarb, I oh, guess. Oh, so it's the kind of, it has the fruit on the bottom? Well, we're going to find out. It I don't looks know. looks like kind of fancy. Is that see-through? Uh, yeah, it's a see-through thing. All, All right, right, stir it up see. real good. We'll don't do that in here. the microphone. Nobody wants to hear the sound of yogurt stirring the slopping in the yogurt? Well, we are live eating street yogurt. A live street yogurt wow. tasting right Compelling here. Compelling stuff. Indeed. Okay. Best Portland podcast. Oh, that's good street yogurt. Oh, my God. Oh, that's damn good. That's Did smooth. you make sure that there wasn't, like, a hole poked in the top of it? Because they could use a nope. syringe to put, like, poison in it. That, you know, I will say part of what was going through my mind while I was hand- being handed that, I was like, this seems like something out of, like, a Batman movie where they unwilling, like, they give these out to the city and then everybody goes crazy who <gasps> eats these. Oh, yeah, like when you poison the makeup? Poison the makeup. Did, is that what they did? Mm, that's why all the, I'm pretty sure, like, all the beauty products, because that's why all the, the news anchors right. look like shit. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, something along those lines. Or, like, Bane is right. secretly, like, having me eat street yogurt, and then I'm going to turn into one of his minions. What is the brand? All right, so I, let's not say the brand in case we eventually get a yogurt sponsor. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, if they're passing out free yogurts like this, I'm I'm for it. Okay, let's see. I mean, I, oh, they spell yogurt the fancy way. Yeah, Y-O-G-H-U-R-T. Uh-huh. The finest yogurt. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I'm saying, let's see, let's see what uh, people are saying here in the live chat. What brand of yogurt? It's not expired, right? Okay, yeah, well, hold off saying the brand. Um, did you check for any needle punctures in the container? No, I did not. 
I did not check for needle punctures. Oh, oh boy. Um, but yeah, they had a it box. It looks like it's Australian. There was another, there was a lady that took one of the boxes too. I saw her take one you know, later on because I looked back while I walked off with my yogurt. He didn't try to pitch me anything, didn't say the name of the company, didn't say anything about it. He just said, do you want any yogurt? And I, of course, wanted his street yogurt. Okay. And so I took it and that's, that's what happened. And then I walked off with it. And That's expensive yogurt. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. You can't come around now. Now you're going to be wanting some of this. I really do not want any of the yogurt. Well, it's too late. You uh, you were offered some. I mean, maybe if you apologize, maybe I could give you some again. Don't want it. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. I've got a lot of street yogurt to eat to myself. I have not seen this person that gave you the yogurt. They, I don't know anybody who would accept a box of street yogurt. Yeah. It's really weirding me out that you actually did that. Yeah, I totally did. Um... Boy, I don't know. Was it stolen yogurt? Now I've got to wonder about that. Is this stuff stolen and then just out there like yogurt Robin Hoods, like handing it out to people? Maybe you looked hungry. Maybe I did look hungry. Well, no, I'd already eaten my breakfast burrito. I wasn't hungry. I just don't understand why they gave me 12. That's a lot of yogurt. That is a lot of yogurt to pass out. Yeah, and I mean, I have to say, like, there are some people downtown that probably need some food. Why do they give it to the schmuck with the shirt with buttons on it? The fancy guy? What, you mean the guy The guy with the $15 shirt? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right, so you're just going to take that home and just, you're going to take it on the bus with you? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I am going to take you're it on the bus with me. you carry around your street I'm going to carry it you. around. I don't have enough room in my, uh, in my bag to carry it in there. So, yeah, I'm going to walk around with my street yogurt all day long, and I'm going to show it off. Like, Are you hey, going to maybe pass them out? Are you going to give back? Maybe I'll give it to somebody on the bus. Um, well, don't approach people on the bus. I'm having you're problems. You're not good at that. I made a friend on the bus today. You can't talk to people on the bus because you're just too awkward. No, I will admit I haven't had a good – I mean, I, I don't really like to talk to people on the bus anyway. Mm. But I did attempt to make a, a jest, you know, a uh, – Oh, uh, just you describing this is not with a connection? The, with the with the female passenger earlier today. Like, no, not in a bad way. Like, look, okay, so I try, I got on the bus. I had a bunch of snow on my shoes, and I tripped. I tripped when I got onto the bus. Rather embarrassing, and I almost went headfirst into one of the railings. It would have been it would have been bad. It would well, have been, it's snowy it and would slippery. Been, like everyone's tripping. Yeah, but it would have been one of those things that they show on the news with the bus footage of passenger injures himself after tripping in the icy snow, and then it would have shown me like ramming my head into a pole and then knocked out or something on the floor of the bus. And that's not what I want. That's not how I want to be. I don't want to make the news for that. So luckily, I caught myself at the last second, and I and I grabbed the bar, and then I swung in and like sat down, and I noticed there was this. Uh, this lady who was, who watched the whole thing and watched me almost fall and saw me catch myself and then sit back down. And, you know, I was a little bit flustered, but I'm, I'm looked at her. I was like, well, and I just said, well, that was a close one. And all she did, she stared at me. Like she watched the whole thing. She watched me almost fall. And then me just jokingly saying, well, that was a close one. Then she glared at me and like low, like, like squinted her eyes a little bit and then turned away. And looked away from me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Well, that like, means she doesn't like you. Yeah, but what, what? Did she want to see me hit my head? Maybe she was disappointed? Maybe she was. Maybe she was a bad person. Yeah, that could be. There are some people. It could be that maybe she's a bad person. So yours is exactly opposite of mine. I met the most delightful gentleman on the bus on the way down. Really? Yes. His name was Charlie, and he had a dog um, named Darby. And Darby was just like a reindeer. Darby's a greyhound. 
and it was this beautiful greyhound wearing these giant reindeer antlers. It was kind of the cutest thing I've ever seen. And Charlie and I just talked as if we were old friends. You stranger talked. I stranger talked. Did you tell him about Hawaii? No. I didn't say anything about Hawaii. We talked about Portland. We talked about the big storm of uh, the first snowpocalypse in 2004. Did you talk about how things have changed? No, we talked a lot about, well, a little bit. Because we were like pretentious Portlanders. It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun to talk to somebody else who's been here for a while. And we're just like, oh, yeah, do you remember the storm in 2008? Oh, my God. That's so douchey. It was so douchey. It was so great. What else did you talk about with the, what was his name, Charlie? His name was Charlie. And his dog's name was Darby. Um, which so you, if you live here in Portland, you might see him around. I've seen him uh, from time to time. He's well, always wearing a Santa hat, and then Darby's dressed like a reindeer, and they're adorable, and they just kind of walk around. Um, yeah, All right, that's to, pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, and he's just like, people keep stopping and taking pictures of me. I wouldn't be surprised if Darby's an internet sensation right now. I'm like, I'll probably see him later. <laughs> you never know. Huh. But we talked a lot about um, traffic and yeah and snow. In Portland, all oh the boy, good old that sounds days. like riveting. And let me guess, were you talking really loud? No, so we were talking had to really to loud. We were sitting right next to each other. Oh, okay, all right. Just, yeah. With so the I'm dog? sorry that you. How was the dog? It's involved? a service dog. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Was the dog just in the aisle? Just chilling. Okay. Well, you know, greyhounds are really flat. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. He was just like lined up next to his legs. Gotcha. With yeah. antlers on. So I'm making like. So I make friends, and you like scare people and make them scowl at you. Yeah, the lady was. Ju- I mean, she just. Glared at me. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, it was a it was a friendly joke. It's not like I was up in her face or anything. Like we were across the aisle from each other. She's like, well, that was a close one. And then just nothing. I would be nice. I'd be like, oh yeah, that, that would have sucked. I mean, you know, I was being joking about it. Like, huh? Huh? All right, now you're like talking about it too much. <sighs> I just don't get it. I don't get why she hated me so much. <gasps> yeah, someone posted a picture. Um, our friend Chris posted a picture in the chat, kind of like that, but the um, but the dog it's a and the. Of a- Greyhound with a picture antlers of a greyhound on. with uh, antlers on it, but the dog and the antlers are both brown and fuzzy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty that's pretty cool. I like the dog. Adorable. I like Darby. Not so sure about Charlie. <laughs> you well, don't anyway. know either of them, Greg, and you never will because you don't know how to make a bus friend. I will this afternoon when I hand out some of my yogurt. Do not give people yogurt on what? the bus. Why not? When I get on there, I'll be like, "Hey, you want a yogurt?" I'll hand them a yogurt. I'll make friends then. Do you know how weird it is to be like toting around a product that should be refrigerated that is being not refrigerated? It's cold outside. I mean, I'm going to just carry it around with me. It'll chill down when I walk and then... Are you going to bring it with you to Digital Trends? Yeah. Yep. What are you going to do with it? I'll have it sit next to me while I do the show. My street yogurt. Oh my God. You are never allowed... To make fun of me for getting discounted food ever again. Discounted food is different. This is not expired. It's delicious. Well, and you don't know if it's like injected with something. Well, no, but. Now I am nervous. What if there's a news story about unwitting. Idiot. <laughs> unwitting pedestrians eat street yogurt. I mean, you could Injected be a story. Something. Why else would someone give you a box of it? LSD, is that still a thing? Is LSD still a thing? I don't know. Angel dust? Can you inject something with angel dust? PCP? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PCP, that's another thing. I am assuming it would just be like Drano or something. I think I would be able to taste that, wouldn't I? I don't know. Oh, it feels so good to say this. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, this story gave me comfort because if I, if you recall, I've talked about the one and only time that I tried to snowboard. Yeah. When I got on the lift and this girl forced herself uh, on the chair next to me and I told her I didn't know what I was doing and she slipped off, she had skis and was dangling from the lift, from my snowboard, breaking my binding. And then she like, by the time we got to the top of the mountain, she got into the seat behind me and when we got off uh, at the top of the mountain, I promptly fell on my face. She got off the ski lift and kind of went and put, I, and put like snow in my face. And then oh. skied off, and I had to try and get down the mountain for my first time snowboarding with a broken binding. It took like three hours, and it was awful. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. bitch was dangling from my snowboard, which I told her not to sit next to me because I didn't know what I was doing. Anyway, out of Ashland, Oregon, a visitor to an Oregon ski resort has now captured video of a snowboarder who indeed was dangling upside down from a chairlift and how he had to be rescued by staff members. I don't understand how that happens. It ha- like it sounds made up, but this woman was dangling from mine, and now this guy was actually dangling from the chairlift. So uh, this guy who recorded this video, his name is Curtis Neal. He posted a pair of videos to Facebook showing a man hanging upside down from the chairlift at the Mount Ashland ski area. Oh, in Ashland, okay. Happened last week. Uh, the man told rescuers he had forgotten his snowboard safety leash was clipped to the chairlift. So that's what it was. It's got a safety leash. I suppose so. On his back in my day, we didn't have safety leashes. Okay. You but trust yourself. The chairlift, so he ended up hanging upside down when he tried to get off the lift at the top of the hill. <laughs> now the lift was supposed. Why didn't to they stop-, stop the lift? Yeah. <laughs> well, the lift was stopped next to a support tower where a staff member was able to climb up and unclip him from his snowboard, freeing him to climb down. So he was able to finally get out. But <laughs> I mean, there's supposed like- to be a lift operator there though that stops that if well, you see something like that. Plus, happen. if you're snowboarding, there really isn't a lot to remember. Like. You know, you're just sitting on the chair, well, like clip it. Let's be honest. Clip it. There's probably some other things that were going on. What are you talking about? Are you talking about marijuana? Smoking doobies. That's what I think he was doing. Snowboarding, doobies, they go hand in hand. I always wanted to be a snowboarder. That's why I wanted why? to try it. Because they were so cool. No. In the 90s, there's nothing cooler than being a snowboarder. Uh-uh. No, skiing's always no, been cool. No, no. That's like that's like comparing no. roller skating versus uh, one of the ones with the only one. I'm going to let you work this out. What are they called? Let's see if you can figure it out. Well, all I know is the nickname for them, and I don't think you can no, say that No, you don't want to say that nickname. No, um, what are they? See if you can work it out. God damn it, Greg. Just tell me. What's a sword? Inline skating. Wait, no. no. That's the like. That's the like. Uh, no, the ones with the one name. row. Rollerblades. Oh, dang there it. we go. You didn't Thank work you, that Courtney. out, by the way. I didn't Courtney work that pulled, out at all. Yeah, I bet you thought rollerblades were pretty cool, didn't you? Uh, I tried it a little bit, but then was wasn't really for me. Long, long I ago. I have a pair. Long, long ago, I dumped a guy because he was. Uh, he confessed to me that he was an avid rollerblader in his spare time. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah, skiing's for... I'm sorry, Greg, especially... The 90s were the coolest time to be a snowboarder, and you picked skiing? No. Skiing is way more fun. I have snowboarded. I have done it. I don't see the appeal. Skiing's way more fun to me. Okay. You go faster, you go off jumps, then you have two legs to do There tricks. was no skiing lifestyle you unless three, you were like an you old a helicopter. person in the 90s. And that is not 
What are he you talking about? He is getting really worked up about this. No, no only because you have no like idea. was the coolest thing. You have no idea what you're talking about. I do because I had a lot of friends that snowboarded and only like their <laughs> because parents Because you had a lot skied. of friends. How many times did you go up to the mountain and go skiing or snowboarding? I went skiing a few times. A few? Yeah. Like three? I don't know how many approximate times I went skiing in high school. Okay, well, I went a lot. And I can oh, tell you. getting worked up. Skiing is perfectly cool. I can tell because he's on the attack mode right now. I'm not on the attack mode. Yes, you are. I'm in, I'm defending my fellow skiers. I have to take you seriously. I mean, you're wearing a shirt with buttons on I it. have buttons on my shirt. And street yogurt. Maybe he, play, maybe he thought I was so fancy. That's what happens to, like, fancy people. So he people. gave you the expensive yogurt. Because... Like, hey, I'm not going to give the rest of these schlubs any of this stuff, but you, buddy, you've got a button-up shirt on. Why don't I give you some of this sure rich exactly people yogurt? Maybe it's rich people yogurt. Well, two Kentucky men have been arrested. They were arrested this past weekend after they accidentally butt-dialed 911, tipping off authorities on their alleged plan to rob a barbecue restaurant that they were currently parked in. And where the police that responded to the call were eating. At the barbecue place. Yeah. What? So these guys' names are Robert Bourne and David Grigsby. Now, they were sitting in their car outside of Brothers Barbecue in Danville, Kentucky, when the emergency function on one of their phones inadvertently connected them. Okay, so inadvertently connected them with a 911 dispatcher. Okay. Now, the dispatcher listened in to the call and heard the two men allegedly discussing places they might want to rob. Now, one of them that they specifically name-checked was Brothers Barbecue. And that's where they were sitting outside? Authorities were able to determine where the call originated from. Uh, and they contacted the police chief, Tony Gray, who, in a coincidence, was actually sitting inside of Brothers Barbecue <laughs> eating dinner. Uh, so they were able to pinpoint it. Uh, the dispatcher was able to pinpoint where the phone call was come fr- coming from. And the call was coming from somewhere outside of the parking lot at, barbecue, at Brothers Barbecue. At that time, they were able to locate two idiotic suspects sitting in a vehicle. Uh, so it seems like both men may have been a little inebriated when they decided that they were going to try and rob the place at, that they were currently sitting in, you know, with a police cruiser parked out front. Yeah. Babbling about wanting to rob it from the parking lot. Well, both of them were arrested and charged with public intoxication. Grigsby is also tar- uh, charged with disorderly conduct and possession of an o- open alcohol container in a vehicle, but no conspiracy. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you could really get them on that if they hadn't done it. If they didn't do it. You know what we should do? We should rob the place. Yeah. yeah. What, are, what are their names? Uh, Grigsby something? Hang on. I just want to see what these guys look like. I kind of do too. Robert Bourne and David Grigsby. Robert Bourne, David Grigsby. I'm sorry. I know this is really compelling right now. Yes, let's please I'm be doing do that, it in- but I just wanted to, oh boy. Yep. They look about like I thought couple of real geniuses there. Real bright ones. All right, this made me laugh, but it made me a little happy today. So uh, I posted this actually on our Fun Employment Radio Facebook page, too. This headline just made me laugh. It says, forget the Yule log. Here's the Yule dumpster fire 2016 deserves. So somebody actually took the time, instead of making a crackling Yule log fire, the fireplace, which, of course, you can watch every Christmas. Like mm-hmm. You can put that on. Yes, indeed. It has been created. The Yule Dumpster Fire of 2016 that you can listen to and watch 
that will properly represent what this year has represented. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so you can go ahead and check that out. It's 13 minutes of a digital fire emerging. Oh, from it's a not an actual dumpster. dumpster fire? No, but it's it's crackling. Well, the Yuletide fire isn't real. Yes, it is. No, it's digitalized. No, it's a real yes. fire. It has the soothing crackles of a more traditional Yule fire. Uh, you can also right-click on the video and hit loop, and you can make the dumpster fire last as long as you want. Oh, it's not even that well done. I wanted a real fire. I wanted an actual dumpster fire. Well, I'm sure you could. Maybe that should be your new project instead of your samples app. Dumpster fire. Just we have some dumpsters out there. Why don't you go to town? Because I'm sure that the landlord will love stream that. It. Live stream it. Yeah. But then you know you have to set up our you can set up our streaming camera. Yeah. On its tripod, so that uh-huh. way you could stream it. And then... You can live stream from right here while I go out and and you can film it while I set a dumpster fire. That couldn't possibly go wrong in the least bit. Internet sensation. Mm-hmm. All right, and a story out of Australia. This made me laugh. Uh, a banking glitch is to blame for accidentally giving an Australian law student. $1.5 million in his bank account, which he promptly spent on cars, boats, and strippers. <laughs> but don't people know by now, like, you're going to have to pay that back? Oh, well, hang on. So Luke Moore was able to breeze through $1.5 million, or is uh, roughly equivalent to $2 million in Australian currency, on sports cars, boats, luxury vacations, and strippers. But the law finally caught up to him, and he was sentenced to four years in prison for, uh, for fraud for spending the money from the bank that the bank had accidentally deposited into his account. But now he's free today after just five months behind bars, thanks to the Supreme Court of New South Wales ruling that he did nothing deceptive. So it says it's plain that Mr. Moore behaved not only extremely foolishly, but also dishonestly. He continued to borrow and use the funds, knowing he had no realistic prospect of repaying them and uh, and appreciating that there was indeed a mistake in the bank system. However, the court added there's nothing to suggest that Mr. Moore represented to anyone that his account with St. George was not um, was not what it was, and that even if he had, St. George at all times knew the truth of the matter, which is that it had lent him large amounts of money. So they actually found that it was the bank's fault that they gave this guy $2 million in Australian money, and he only had to serve five months in prison. Would you serve five but months in prison? But he didn't have to pay it back? No. So no, $1.5 so million... Dollars for five months in prison. Yeah, Moore uh, told the Huffington Post, I'm thrilled with the verdict, mate. I've had my moment in the sun. I've lived the high life for a bit. Now I just want to concentrate on my studies, leading a normal life and doing what I can to make the world a better place. Now Moore stumbled onto his good fortune. Oh, wow. So this is this for a long time. He stumbled onto his good fortune when he opened a new account in 2010. A computer glitch allowed him to overdraw his funds and spend up to $1.5 million. He used the money to pay off his mortgage and insurance bills, but eventually, after he got all of that stuff out of the way, he turned his eyes to the Playboy lifestyle. <laughs> uh, now, today he's broke. He sold all of his expensive toys and turned over what money he could to the bank. He's now living with his mom and is studying to be a criminal lawyer. So, wait, so he had to sell the stuff and give them the money for that. So the lesson here is... He should have just spent it on strippers because then he can't, he can't recover give that money. Back. Yeah. Well, he said he doesn't miss the high life except for quote the cocaine, the strippers, and the fast cars. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> he, he also said, "I've learned money doesn't buy everything, but it was great while it lasted." <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Here's to you, buddy. <laughs> there we for go. For five months, eh? 
Might be worth it. Yeah. All right. Here's to you, Luke Moore, Australian Luke Moore, who now broke living with your parents. <laughs> that sounds like doesn't it sound like something out of a movie. Yeah. Like someone you know lives the high life for a long time. Oh, uh, they could make a movie out of end. this. Yeah. Probably. Luke Moore. It's a solid name too. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it, my friends. That's my world of crazy. Crazy. I can smell that crazy street yogurt for from over feeling here. So lonely. What kind of flavor is that? I can smell it. Crazy. It's hot. Crazy for feeling so blue. It's a strawberry rhubarb. Ew, that's what I smell. Not a big rhubarb fan on its own, but strawberry rhubarb is okay. That one's all right. Wow, I'm so glad. Can you please tell me more about the flavors that you like? Sure. Well, rhubarb... And then can you also live Google pictures of people? Yes. And then... Absolutely. Just not talk while you do it. I can do all of that. Okay. I can do all of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, rhubarb, I used to... We had rhubarb plants growing up. And uh, just when my, I thought this story couldn't my, get more interesting, my parents used to try to make me eat rhubarb. They wanted me to like rhubarb, and uh, I just couldn't do it. Just don't like rhubarb. Rhubarb pie is just a no go for me, and uh, rhubarb anything pretty much. Um, oh my god, I think I fell asleep. Are you so done? That's not good. Also, we had a lot of walnut trees, and so I would have to crack walnuts for hours and hours and hours, and uh, and that was just not something that. Oh, looks like we enjoyed. have to move on there, champ. Sorry. Strawberry rhubarb, though, that's, a, that's all right. More of a blueberry fan. They've got blueberry in here. I but hate I the way to... you say blueberry. Why? It just sounds so blueberry. blubbery. Blueberry. Blueberry. That doesn't sound blubbery. <laughs> blueberry. We've talked about this before. Blueberry. Sounds so like you your lips are rubber. Blueberry. Blueberry. Yeah, what's wrong with your face? I'm saying it just how it's supposed <laughs> to be said. Blueberry. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk Balls. balls. Um, Ball Talk's going to be really short today. I'm just going to go over uh, one thing, and it's this, and I want to bring it up because uh, it's 2016 and everybody's dropping. But this is somebody in the world of sports who was a really, really uh, good guy by all accounts, and that is Craig Sager. Now, if you don't know who Craig Sager is, uh, he just passed away yesterday. He was a reporter, did a lot of different sports, but mainly known for the NBA because he's that sideline reporter that oh, always yeah. wears the crazy suits. And he just, had an awesome style. I like that. Guy. Yeah, just wild colors of suits. Like bright pink, bright pink, and, yeah. bright fluorescent green, or weird stripes. Always had a different suit on the sideline. Yet his personality was the complete opposite of that. He was just a straight laced reporter who just happened to wear these weird suits. And there's so many videos you can look up of through the years of him interacting with players where they're either making fun of his suits and he. You know, just takes it fine. He had a really, really good sense of humor. Um, he would usually just play it straight. Like, oh, all right, so I'm not supposed to wear this one. Okay, so what do you think about the uh, shooting percentage that's going on with it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you just go on with it. Um, well, that's good because you. I, I like how his wardrobe was overwhelming and he was just like... Played he was just, yes, yeah, straight, nice guy. Um, and he's been battling leukemia, had been battling, battling leukemia for the last... I don't know how many times he's gone through three different bone marrow transplants. There was a whole big thing about him last year, which I talked about here on this show, where he finally came back. Uh, He had had to take a whole bunch of time off, and he got back onto the court, and they had him do the finals where he was on the sideline. It was a big, big kind of emotional thing for the NBA because he's he's definitely a part of it. And um, yeah, Courtney says HBO Real Sports had a great segment on him. That's true. If you have HBO, there's a really, really good one on on Craig Sager. And yeah, he unfortunately passed away yesterday, uh, but 
a cool dude, mm. you know, and clearly fought till the very, very end. Uh, Man was were, just very well liked. And oh yeah, loved, I've yeah. never seen anything bad ever written about Craig Sager. It's just about how much people love him. NBA players are coming out all over the place, you know, posting on Twitter just talking about how you know what how much it sucks, you know, that uh, Craig Sager's gone. But the the best of all though, and I, I suggest looking up this video, is. Craig Sager and Greg Popovich, the coach of the San Antonio Spurs. Old Man Pop. Old Man Popovich's reactions. Because uh, Greg Popovich is this surly coach of the Spurs, always crabby. And that's what he's known as in like in a very entertaining way. And him and Sager, Greg Popovich would just constantly give him crap on their sideline interviews. And Craig Sager would play it straight. And you knew they, you know, they loved doing that mm-hmm. and uh, you can watch kind of a mashup of all of their all of their um, interactions and it's really really funny it's really great cool stuff. so anyway Craig Sager passing I just wanted to talk about it for a second because an inspirational guy and uh, he will be missed on the sideline so we'll leave it at that that concludes this edition of Ball Talk oh looks like uh, Courtney in the live chat just said uh, HBO made, made the Craig Sager segment public so you can watch it Oh, no. that's awesome. So yeah, it's it's a it's a good video. I mean, probably it's gonna be tinged with sadness now. It was very inspirational at the time, just of him fighting through it, but still mm-hmm. it, it's a good look into who he is. Good. So we'll leave that at that. Um, um oh, God, all right. stop. We've got a couple of more things to do, just really quick, and then I'm gonna have to get out of here. Uh we do you wanna say thank you yeah, to Yeah, I'm sorry again, this is a shorter show because I my bus kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is it is what it is. It's a snow day in Portland. You mm. know, it's difficult to get around sometimes. Uh, a, thank you back uh, to the sponsors of our bingo night, Worthy Brewing and Balvini Scotch. So we will have uh, another bingo night. will be taking place probably the end, uh, towards the end of January. Mm. And we'll let you know when that's going to be here on the show. We'll give you plenty of warning for it. And uh, so we'll be having another one of those coming up. And also... Thank you to Next Adventure. Oh, Next yes. Adventure. If you are looking for Christmas gifts and you have somebody who likes the outdoors, Next Adventure is the perfect place to go to do that. And so you can go to nextadventure.net and that, or or go visit their actual store here in Portland, which is on the corner of Stark and Grand. And they have tons of things. They have great sales. They do a lot of charity work as well. The Next Adventure as a company does. It's a really, really great. Oh, yeah, they company. do the great sock giveaway and yeah, several mm-hmm. different things that they do for for local groups. And so it's a it's a very good company. And you can buy online at nextadventure.net as well. So support them. And I believe we do have a birthday. We do have a birthday. Mm-hmm. And this, her sister Caroline wrote in, and it is and for Abby. 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 It's your birthday, Abby. It's your birthday. It's your birthday, Abby. Today. Abby, it's your birthday. Abby, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Abby. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot Hot damn right. All right, there we go. I think that's about it for today, sir. Good job, Greg. That's about all she wrote. Mm Got to get on my way with my street yogurt. I'm going to hand it out to somebody on the bus. Like, gotta hey, video it. Hey, you want a yogurt? Hey. Hey, what's up, man? You should want I, a yogurt? Should I whisper it? Hey. You want one of these yogurts? Don't do that. That's gonna be a way to get your ass kicked. Wouldn't they be like, oh yeah, man, thank you. Like they'll think it's a hot product and they'll be like, I'm on the in. 
on the end, you know, I don't know. Isn't that what... I would move seats if somebody seat. offered me yogurt on the bus. Hey, you want a yogurt? I got blueberry. You like some strawberry rhubarb? You look like a strawberry rhubarb kind of gal. And I'll hand her a... Don't talk to girls on the bus. Let me guess. Are you a strawberry rhubarb, lemon, or blueberry? And then I'll look at her and I'll be like, hmm. It's people like you that make me want to wear my button that says, um, the headphones mean I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I don't talk to people. But then I'll be like, uh, how about strawberry rhubarb? And I'll flip a rhubarb over to her. She'll be like, thank you. You know what? You're a very compelling and interesting gentleman. You have a nice button-up shirt. Your shirt has buttons on it. Your shirt has... I've, I couldn't help but notice that your shirt has buttons. I'll be like, well, yes, it does. Yes, it does have buttons. <laughs> We'll see how that works out for me. Okay. Send us an email, funemploymentradio, gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful. We think you're all the best. You're tops. Around. Nothing's ever gonna keep no. you down. Oh, I'm sorry. Just Greg can sing. That's, yeah. Just Greg. I'm glad you got that worked out. Oh. I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, everybody. We will be back to... Monday. <laughs> With more Fun Employment Radio. Also, we'll have a prize to give away. Yes. A prize. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio yeah, Network. On Monday. On Fun Employment Radio. <laughs>